Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 2nd. We are full swing into week five. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me, as always. What up? Uh, today, we are going to give you our week four booms and busts and talk about some trade options. We'll also give you a, some, a few uh, matchup breakdowns for the week. Um, I believe it's five matchup breakdowns, if we get that much. <laughs> yeah. If we can fit that we, much in. We, we usually just play it by ear with that one. Yeah. Um, before we get into our week four booms and busts, be sure to do the following. Go over to our website, fantasychampions.com. We got all kinds of crap over there. Just go there. Look at it. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Twitter the FF Champs on Twitter and at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. See, I didn't even mean to say Twitter until you said it. Twitter. You said Twitter. Um, we're n- yeah, go I follow really try us n- on the Tweety bit. <laughs> I try not to sound like we're from Boston, but oh boy. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thefantasychampions.com. Subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Check us out on Google Play. Leave a review. Uh, share this podcast with your friends. Let's get right in to the booms and the busts from week four. But I think it's just going to be booms. We'll probably quickly go over a bust. I don't know. It's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> um, so let's just go over some uh, a few at each position. Okay. Um, we'll start off. We'll start off with some booms at quarterback. Um, Jameis Winston led the field, thirty fantasy points. Absolutely went bunkers. Yeah, he went bunkers. He was a baller. Yeah, dude. I I was shocked that the Buccaneers scored fifty five points. Yeah, against the Rams. I, I did not expect that. That's for sure. Uh, how about? I hate to jump the gun, but Matt Stafford, 23 fantasy points against uh, <coughs> the Chiefs. Didn't yeah. say you called that one, but you called it. Yeah, dude. Um, it's easy to pick streaming options at this point. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, hey, Aaron Rodgers was my start of the week. You And you know what you said to me when I said Aaron Rodgers? Is he back, baby? You said, this is, this is what you said. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I did say I didn't like that. I'll admit it. It's okay. I, I kind of hate it. I, I didn't like Chris it. Godwin this week, so. Touche, um, man. Goff, well, we said was a good streaming option uh, for last you know, it's week. Funny, twenty three fantasy points. You, you want to know something funny? What? Jared Goff's pretty good at home, isn't he? Yeah, and he's kind of bad on the road. He's terrible. On I the wonder road. who would have um, predicted that. Yeah, it's literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mariota had a relatively decent week, twenty three fantasy points. That is um, interesting. Very interesting. Keep uh, your eye on that one. No, not, not I'm not. I'm not saying it's good. I, I'm saying ref- keep your eye on it. Meaning, I it's, refuse. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but. Gardner Minshew is continually giving us Woo! 16 fantasy points a game. I'll take it. And <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, it would have been good for me this week too." Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, I would have. It's won. so uh, just just think about this. Think about this right now. How many of these guys are like in your? Outside of like maybe Rodgers and Jackson, how many of these guys are like were in your top ten to start this week? Winston, Goff, Brissett, Stafford, Mariota, Flacco, Rivers, Carson Wentz. Rivers probably would have been Wentz, Wentz Jackson, probably. Rogers. Yeah, so yeah. that's half. That's, that's half. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. 
And I include Jared Goff, which would be half. But it just proves to you. And then like you look at you look at some busts at the quarterback position. Russell Wilson had fourteen <sighs> fantasy points. Which isn't you Daniel know, Jones, who was a a perfect matchup against Washington. Completely crapped this. Which this means so for the rest of the season is Daniel Jones even worth the start? No, drop him probably. Yeah, I would say. I, I would. I I think people jump the gun on him, including including me. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I mean, I told you guys to start him against Washington. Yeah. I apologize. It was a good matchup though. I mean, I after the week against Tampa Bay, it made sense that he would bounce back and have another good week. But Deshaun Watson, I do want to discuss him for a second. He's been horribly inconsistent this no, year. No, so this is interesting. Um. He did have a tough matchup, and uh, who who got injured? Kenny Stills, I think, or was it Will Fuller? Kenny Stills. Okay, he's he, he has no he has no offensive line, right? Which has been established. They've traded for an all star left tackle who has stunk this year. They gave like Larry like, Tunsil like, has stunk. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, this this isn't even coming from me. Like people who have been wow. Texans. Yeah, he hasn't been great. I haven't watched many Texans. There, well, I don't know if I try he, to, I try to watch I don't know if he's but. stunk, but he hasn't been he hasn't made a difference. The O-line is still not good at all. Does Deshaun Watson do you like He's still going to be good. But is he the number 2 quarterback in fantasy, which what people thought he would be going into the year? No. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. This is why, this is exact. and I thought Deshaun Watson would be the number two, maybe even the number, when they made all those trades, I was like, there's no way he's not the number one. Like Kenny Stills, Hopkins, and Will Fuller. That's why I drafted him, because he had so many weapons. Here's the big thing with, and this is why I continually, we told you all offseason, and we'll tell you this next offseason, and we'll tell you offseason after that, and we'll tell you draft season, we'll tell you for the next 10 to 15 years, for the rest of my life, I will say never to draft a quarterback early. Unless it's Patrick Mahomes. Come on, bro. I don't know if I want to do that. I do. I know you do. You love Patrick Mahomes a little bit too much. (laughs) But... Like you get a guy like Deshaun no, Watson, you make a good who you believe in, and then all of a sudden he doesn't play the. I way mean, Aaron Rodgers this week had a great week, but through four weeks as a whole, hasn't been worth the third ranked quarterback. Right. Baker Mayfield was number four. What did he How get? He had eleven out? points. Who Watson? Yeah, yeah. 11. I'm I, I'm trying to look up his stats to see if it's he had, it's home road dependent. He, oh, ooh, that's actually a good question. <clears throat> I'll look him up. He right did have he did play um. He did play Carolina, which held Jameis Winston to 15 fantasy points and Jared Goff to like 15 fantasy frick? points. He's been a can on the yeah, at home. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> never mind. I don't the crap. All Carol- right. Carolina's All right, actually whatever. been one of the best. See, that was me defenses. trying to find some like great fantasy points and it's it's you he's know what it is on the road, guys. It's just start him on the road. <laughs> it's just defense matchup dependent. If he plays a poor defense, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to be Deshaun Watson. Um, but if he plays against a top ten defense like Carolina, he's... I think I think he's flown under the radar though because people have been like very much adamant on like Baker Mayfield sucks, he's not good anymore. And it's like the, well, the way Deshaun Watson has performed this year. I mean, he's had two he's twenty had two, point games. He had two. He's he had been 30, better than Baker. I'm he had just a thirty saying, point game and a twenty eight. I'm saying I'm saying so he's I mean, better. He's been better than Baker. The only reason why I say Baker is because everyone's attacking him for his bad performance. Well, ba- I'm saying yeah. Deshaun I Watson. Get you, I get what you're saying. Deshaun Watson was expected to be and you drafted him in like the sixth round so he was expected to be a guy that comes in and plays for your team week to week and gets you Mm -hmm. 20 fantasy points and that's what you wanted him to be especially being a top three quarterback so like for him to not come out and do that you have to kind of call the guy out and say all right this is what's what's going on i would say just the difference between those guys and even like he's been like rogers yeah those guys have had three bad games and one good one (laughs) 
Mayfield hasn't had one. He's been yeah. four bad games. Watson's at least had two good. Two well, yeah, bad. I'm not comparing Watson to Mayfield. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. No, I guess you're saying no that. one's calling out Watson for being. I bad think and, if and Watson has another bust week, so another week another under burger. like, like 19. Yeah. Then he should be considered a bust at that point. Um, quickly, Dak Prescott eight fantasy points. Um, is this proof of what he is, or is it just Dallas not um, playing well in a game? It's a little bit of both, I think. Dallas didn't play well in a game. Tough defense, but I don't think he's going to be what he was. They're not even tough. They were the number coming into that game. They gave up the number one. They gave up the. They were. I don't know, they gave they the have, most but fantasy you, points to quarterbacks I all season. I understand that number, but just like look at the Saints secondary. They have players, right? I understand that, but the talent around Dak Prescott should and also like that stat. That stat was also inflated because Russell Wilson had like two trash time touchdowns last week or two weeks ago now. Yeah, so. Saints defense shouldn't be the worst or one of the worst, but he it wasn't like a an awful matchup for Dak and yeah. but it was also again in New Orleans too. Mm-hmm. So that does add to it. Right. I don't think Dak's obviously gonna be that bad. I still think Dak's gonna be a top ten fantasy quarterback. Right. Top seven maybe. Um <clears throat> but he did play the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Redskins in the first three weeks. Yeah. Those are the three easiest matchups you can get. Um Let's Just move. like another quarterback, he's matchup dependent. Um, let's talk about some running back booms of the week. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubbalicious. Oh, man, what a beast. 37 rumbling points right into the end zone, scoring three times. <laughs> <laughs> They're both the only reason why Cleveland freaking beat the Baltimore Ravens this past. The Ravens have lost two in a row. We are a fantasy football podcast, but the Ravens have lost two in a row. Um, they're coming down to earth. Yeah, but Nick Chubb, thirty-seven fantasy points. This is what you were expecting to get when people started ranking Nick Chubb as the number ten running back. I was scared of Nick Chubb. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. he's been more involved in the passing game early in the season. He's looked like a. I'm st- a actually really good- still scared of Chubb a little bit long term, <laughs> just because. Are the Browns going to be dumb and use Cream Hunt more than Chubb? No, I'm not worried about that at all. Okay. I I I, I don't say. I don't. He might come in. He might come in and like steal all the passing work from Chubb. But I don't even think Chubb needs the passing work. To be he honest. doesn't. He doesn't. But I just I don't know how Freddie Kitchens is going to use him. Oh, we're getting closer and closer to that too. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt Nick Chubb. I don't think it. I mean, it's just like a slight concern in the back of my mind if I have Chubb. Yeah, but it's still something I. We talked about Jordan Howard in the last program. Um, Thirty-one <sighs> fantasy points. One hit wonder. Yeah, one hit wonder. McCaffrey's a baller. Uh, uh, well, I, I just wanted to talk about for a second the fact that Christian McCaffrey had twenty-seven touches. <laughs> the guy's a monster. Uh, I did said you this see on his catch. I said I did. I said this on Sunday though, and I, I didn't tweet it. I just was talking to my friends and family, and I said I said at some point Christian McCaffrey is going to get hurt. The amount that they utilize. I'm not wishing it on the man. No, it is like something The fact that they that, like, utilize him, like, and they give him 25 to 30 touches a game, it's just I'm like. I'm surprised he hasn't had at least cannot, a, like a small, like, hammy or like something. You cannot continue doing that. Yeah. There's no way he's going to be able to hold up on that. And the and the uh, to to be honest with you, as an NFL, like, fan and as a, guy, as a person who appreciates, like, all aspects of the NFL – they should not be utilizing Christian as a fantasy people. Like we love Christian McCaffrey being utilized. So on this program, I will love yeah. this. But the I don't think the I don't term, think I don't the think. Carolina Panthers should be utilizing Christian McCaffrey this much. And this you, is coming from somebody who hates RBBCs and wants workload. Oh, I know. Well, well, I'm not saying get backs. other people, but like they should have somebody in there to get like five carries a game. But right? like, I mean, you can run it with him twenty times. You don't have to throw it to him like ten times a game either. <laughs> 
He's it's just their, like he's their so, number one receiver. They're so dependent on the back. running, like yeah. on on him as a receiver as well. It's like, it's I I feel like this is what I would be nervous about as a Christian McCaffrey owner, is th- it's going to lead to an injury at some point. Is it going to be this year though? I don't know. I have a website so, that'll tell me that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm looking up right now in redraft leagues. I mean, I. If I, McC- I think McCaffrey's going to be the number one running back in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay, I was like, I was like, you're looking at something, uh, Christian. I, 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 I do believe that there is a good chance that he misses some form of time this year, and that's. I mean, it's possible, but you can say that. I mean, we've said this before. You can say that for every player so in this, the league. This uh, this website says that he has a forty six percent of chance of injury, um, and it says that he is projected to miss uh, one game. So I mean, I still wouldn't be that worried it's <laughs> if it's one game. He missed. Uh, he's missed one game in his college and a professional career. One game, and it was he, against uh, Notre Dame. He's missed one game in college for, and professional. I don't even know what this is. In Ing- I get the point you're making, and it makes sense. I, you can't just but look at a play, like at a. At, if a I human, own McCaffrey, it's I'm a, not worried about that right now. It's a human. It's a human being. Like at some point, <laughs> getting hit 37 times a game is going to come back and yeah. bite you. I would be concerned about that. I mean, I'm I said the same thing about Barkley. I'm just and Barkley ended up getting hurt. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, I got you. But um, Austin Eckler had his last 26 point game <laughs> yep. of the season. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it while you last. He again, like, I think he had two receiving touchdowns. Yeah. So even like. When Melvin Gordon comes back, I think he'll actually still be okay. Yeah. Like he could still be a flex oh, option. Gonna, I I mean, there, especially right away. People are are, are kind of having some wishful thinking on Austin Eckler this year. Um, yeah. they, we have an oh, Austin, I don't like the Austin Eckler owner in our league is convinced that he's going to be a high end RB two, and I'm like, okay, let's let's slow roll. Yeah. I mean, I am a, I am one to believe that for a little while at least, Melvin Gordon in PPR. Do you think? Eckler could be yeah probably I mean he's always been an RB too but yeah. I think I think for Melvin Gordon it just depends on how much work they end up giving him because right away if he splits well even rest of the season like if they get back to using Melvin Gordon like fully in what they want to do if they start splitting snaps between Eckler and Melvin Gordon I think they'll both be good but I think that it's going to cap Melvin Gordon a little bit in terms of production. He won't do as much. And I, I honestly believe the way that Eckler has played, if they want to give him a large contract, mm-hmm. there's no reason for me as ownership or as a coach of the Los Angeles Chargers who are trying to make some form of a playoff run at some point yeah. um, to utilize Melvin Gordon an insane amount, especially with his injury history. So it's like I would not be surprised if Austin Eckler takes 45% of the snaps um, but we'll just have to see what happens when Melvin Gordon gets fully back. I do think Eckler is not going to put up 26 points anymore. Like, that's not going to happen. He'll probably give you, like, 12 to 15. That's probably yeah. fair. That's probably fair. It um, might even be less, honestly. Fournette, 25 fantasy points. And guess what, guys? He didn't score a freaking touchdown. Ridiculous. He had 225-plus yards all-purpose. Uh, this was a bound to happen for Leonard Fournette at some point. Mm-hmm. And I think that defenses, I told you this earlier today, defenses are starting to pull away from 
stacking the box on Leonard Fournette. Yeah. And when that happens, Fournette is so talented that he's just going to take advantage of that. So I'm excited about Leonard Fournette in the future. I drafted him in our league. I traded him away because I was getting sick of tired of ten point games. But, <laughs> um, but I when I drafted him, I felt that he was he was a league winner this year. That he was going to be a guy yeah. that would come in. I liked Fournette too. Going get ninety five percent of the snaps, which he is. Get twenty something touches a game, and and score if he can score ten to fifteen touchdowns. The guy's a league winner. Simple as that. He just got to start scoring touchdowns. Will to he? Me. I don't know. Jacksonville yeah. is so like I don't know if if, if Minshew gets better, which he has improved he week has, to week. Yep. If he gets better, then I think Fournette's going to do that. But as long as Fournette can salvage enough opportunities until Nick Foles gets back week ten, then we mm. we, we Quick, should be okay. Quickly, non fantasy related, it's yep. going to be very interesting when Nick Foles comes back. If, Gar- if Gardner Minshew's winning games, I mean, because well, Nick Foles didn't really get to show that he could he win looked, or lose games. I know it was only one quarter, but Nick Foles looked good. Yeah, no, like he, he, good. he threw a touchdown. I think like, they go back to Foles. Okay. Unless Gardner Minshew starts like throwing three like touchdowns, three hundred feet. Yeah, I, I, I don't see Which many. The way that division is, they could yeah, be. That's true. Um, Gallman, we talked about our last episode, 24 fantasy points. Don't expect it this week. No. Um, week to week for Gallman. Um, he's going to match up dependent. Gurley, this is the last guy we'll talk about in the booms category, but Gurley finally looked like Gurley on a couple of his running plays. Yeah. There's one touchdown run that he finally looked like Todd Gurley again, and it was like, wow, this guy. <laughs> back to – because all season he's kind of looked – I think he honestly has missed out on the opportunity to get – regular like they put him on the quote veteran workload in the preseason and i I think it really did affect him like look at where we are week five todd Gurley starting to look like todd Gurley. they also made a effort this week to get him involved like well this is one thing you saw the shaman vague quote before the game yeah yeah oh yeah yeah well i think the other thing is too really quickly is todd Gurley was always utilized in the screen game, and he was just yes, completely taken out. And this Sunday, they, they started throwing it more in that direction. Um, Gurley, he's going to be good, but like yeah. he's just going to be – I still think he's going to be kind of up and down all year. Yeah. Some notable busts. David Montgomery, eight fantasy points on 21 carries. Ugh. Is that a good sign, though? Because I actually uh-uh. – like long-term, 21 carries? Well, yeah, Montgomery? long-term, but if he keeps putting up eight fantasy points – Well, right, obviously eight fantasy points is not good. Josh Jacobs has been extremely hit or miss with 11. And it's been um, mostly yeah. miss. Although he had 11 this week? Yeah. It's not terrible. No, he had 22 week one, and then uh, it's oh, the third week, third week of the season he had more than that. Um, Yeah, I – He's been a little. He's 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 literally. I talk about this every time we talk about Josh Jacobs, but he's literally he twenty three in half PPR. He had twenty three, nine four eleven. So. He's literally he's literally Sony Michelle from last year. Yeah, he um, is. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, outside of that, I mean, you had um, David Montgomery eight. You had Mark Ingram with seven. I told you, Mark Ingram touchdown dependent. Mm. Um, he'll continue to be touchdown dependent. Um, Marlon Mack had freaking three. Wow, that was bad. Is Marlon Mack against somebody? Oakland? We'll he talk about three, Marlon He Mack had three later. against Oakland. Against Oakland, <laughs> gross. I even said to like start. Is Sony Michelle at this point just like? I would take him out of your lineup if you're still starting him. Yeah, it, but he's still worth a roster spot, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get rid of him. Uh, let's talk I, about some wide receiver bo- uh, booms really quickly. Um, Chris Godwin, thirty-five fantasy points. We had a long discussion on the last podcast about Chris Godwin, did. so we'll leave that one alone. Um, Devontae Adams is back. Yep. 23 fantasy Without points. a touchdown. Without a touchdown. What was 180 yards? Yes. 10 catches. Um, 
and three and, a, and three and a half quarters. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Robert Robert Woods has twenty. Hey, there we go, Robert Woods. Um, we we kind of said this a little bit on our last episode. I mean, uh, last week, not our last episode. Uh, that Robert Woods was gonna was due for something like yes. this at some point. Um, AJ Brown, we discussed him on our last yep. last Cooper show. Cup. Cooper Cup, but what freaking Rams receivers right now? What is this? <laughs> hey, it's every, back to last every year. Hey, but do you throw see a dart at the wall. List? Throw a dart. Brandon Cooks. Just hope. Brandon, Brandon Cooks is not on that list. Yes, you're right. Um, Cortland Sutton did have 21. Mm. Um, Galladay came back, had 21 as well. Baller. Um, Told you to start him. Freaking Corey Davis. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> um, but then you got, uh, this is the weird part about this week, is that you had a lot of guys like A.J. Brown came in, Kenny Galladay, Cortland Sutton, Jarvis Landry. Devontae Parker. Corey Davis, Devontae Parker. There was like a lot of random guys in the top 12. Trevor Davis had 13. What the frick is that? I don't even know. <laughs> I think he was like the fifth receiver on the whole I'm pretty sure he had a run. Was that him that had the run? It might there was some there was some Raiders player that had a sixty yard touchdown run. Yeah. I think um, it might have been him actually. I didn't watch any of the games, so I wouldn't know. So but you have guys like uh just to move right into the the busts for wide receivers. Um you had guys like Odell Beckham, you had guys yeah. like De- DeAndre Hopkins. Um it there's quite a few I mean, Julio didn't. Even guys like Keenan Allen and Julio, who have been the yeah, one and two receivers yeah. this year, each had seven points. So. Through and I was, I was like, okay, what what is it that we can expect from these guys from week to week now? And I looked at last year, and mm-hmm. I looked at weeks one through four from this year, one through four from last year, and those people panicking about Odell and DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and all yeah. the top five receivers, they were all ranked outside of the top twelve after four weeks last year yeah and so it's like be patient yeah, wait receiver, on these guys you gotta be patient do yeah, not panic sure. um you're obviously gonna have concerns you're obviously gonna have situations but there's no reason to freak out about guys um and then really quickly on the tight end side um hoop there it is 17 fantasy points hey hooper mark andrews is becoming that touchdown dependent it's so before end. the season you thought hooper was we both thought Hooper was a big time sleeper. He's so boomer bust though. He is. He's had three three of the four games have been good though. Good. This season. Is he uh gonna be a No. Wow. Top okay. six probably. I was gonna say top five. Yeah. Is he top five? No. So right outside top five though. Six? No, I think it's gonna be uh I kind of agree with you. I think he's gonna finish around like six. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Probably I still have Kittle and Ertz. Sorry, <sighs> no, I do. Like, come on, dude. You gotta get off that. Or Kittle is not that anymore. He had a bye week, dude. He's not that anymore. Stop it. Okay. So I would have Travis Kelsey. Probably Ertz will be in the top five. You don't think George Kittle is going to in the top five? Darren Waller will be in the top five. And then um, I think that Mark Andrews will be in the top five. And then maybe, maybe George Kittle. Oh, wow. Dude, I, I'm not. Cow. Dude, you just. Kittle's going to be better than Ertz. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I right. don't know that for sure. He's like, I don't know that for sure. Um, but yeah, the, Zach Ertz had 10 points this week. You're fading Kittle way too much, though. Way too much. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I disagree. Um, if you started Rudolph, you got bummed. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't even know who. Why I'm would you, Why would you start Cal yeah. Rudolph? Why, why would you start? OJ Howard, is it time to cut? Finally, yes. yes yeah, yeah. I would yes. say get rid of him. The answer's been yes since we. See two. you later. Bye bye. Um, that'll do it for our booms and busts segment. Let's talk about some trade targets. Let's talk about some trade targets Kay. for uh, for this week. Um, so number one on our list is David Montgomery. Yes. Um, 
like Rick said, Montgomery has been getting around 20 carries a game. They're starting to give him the Jordan Howard workload. Yeah. The concern is that he looks like Jordan Howard. <laughs> <laughs> right. But for people who... He looks more talented than Jordan mm-hmm. Howard. But it looks like... it To me, this is what it looks like. It looks like everything is on Matt Nagy's awful play calling. It is. <laughs> Let's just give it to Montgomery right up the middle every that is, time. That is I'm like, very you true. They Utilize Montgomery they the don't way do, he should be utilized. They don't do anything unique when they give it to Montgomery. It's just right up the it's middle. It's just right up the middle. You're right. And it's like but, he's so much more talented than just giving him like give him draw plays. Give him yeah. like obviously you're gonna use it to pound the you know, right up the middle, but like give him draws, give him outside runs, like um, do do some more creative stuff with David Montgomery. It's like Matt Nackey's a brick offensively. <laughs> you just not get it. I don't understand. The reason I would say to buy him though, is because right now, you know, if just somebody owns him in the league, they see that yeah. he's gotten in half PPR five, thirteen, nine, and eight, and they're like, Ah, he's not really Yeah great. But I would buy him just for the risk. Yep. That he got 21 carries last week, right? No, right. So he is going to be used in the offense a lot more. In the snaps, um, everybody's been tweeting about I his snaps by week, but 38%, 45%, 65%, and then this past week he had 70%. So weeks one and week one, they didn't even utilize him. Correct. And uh, if they had, that was probably the most porous defense that they played in terms of rushing the football. I, the Green Bay has been a great pass, pass defense, but they've. They're Their terrible. Run defense is not good. Right. Their run defense is not good. So that should have been a better game for Montgomery, but he wasn't even utilized, so it's not. They gave fault. him like five carries that game. They started to give Montgomery more work against Denver, but he was kind of shut down in that game. Was it? That he was the game bad. where he, he had, had 13, 15, yeah, 13, 14, 15, 14, 14 fantasy points. Uh, and then he played Washington, who's given up the twenty third that game least so, fantasy points uh, per running back, and uh, then Minnesota, who's twenty five. Washington, he was actually his best game. He had five yards per carry. He, yeah. 67 yards on 13 carries, which is he had 10 fantasy or nine, nine and a half. But just so bear with me on this. Okay. So Oakland is week five, which should yes. be an easier matchup for him. And then he has New Orleans, which has been Sucks. pretty good against defense, which is a bad matchup. Then he's got Los Angeles, who's given up the 12th most fantasy points Not to running good. backs, Philly's 16th most against Philly. Yeah, Philly's been absolutely Then he's got Detroit twice and the Rams, New York, have, Green Bay, Dallas, Los so Angeles. It's so it, it actually. He's going to have a tough stretch from week 7 to 9. Yeah. Then I think it gets pretty easy for him. I think that we just we just need to see him on a full workload against some easy matches. I would just say buy I him think, just for the simple fact that people are yeah, down on him and he's going to get carries. I agree. Um, what would you trade for him? Still not a lot. I'm not going out of my way for David Montgomery at this point. David but, I, but if a team is very down on yeah, him, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely looking at him. It's like, you know... A, Give them, give that other team a good bench player too, and right. see if they'll take it. Type thing. Um, I'm going to talk about Marlon Mack for a second. Okay. So Mack has been uh, terrible. He's three been, points this week. You three points against Oakland. Three against points against Oakland. 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 This is probably Marlon Mack has shown signs of being really good, and then he showed signs of being really bad. Um, and I really don't know what to expect from Marlon Mack, but at this point, the Marlon Mack owner is probably like sick of it, and it's probably time to take advantage of it. I don't think you have to give up too much to get Marlon Mack, and I think he's better than what he's shown over the first four weeks of the season. Um, okay. I think that as the season goes along, he'll probably get more efficient, and he'll probably get more. Uh, he's gotten the opportunity. I, I don't know. Who are they playing this week? Kansas City. Oh, yeah. No, they weren't. 
Yep. No, last oh, week. This pa- oh, yeah. the past week, Raiders said that you're saying who they're playing this How week. How much did they lose by is what I'm really asking. Oh, uh, tr- I oh they were getting blown out by Oakland. Yes, they were. So this is the it big was, thing. Well, they only We've lost by about- seven, but they were losing the whole game. We've talked about this before with Marlon Mack, is that when the when the Indianapolis Colts are winning, right, mm-hmm. Marlon Mack does good. When the Indianapolis yes. Colts are losing, Marlon Mack does bad. And I think that's just, that's situation dependent. You know what yeah. I mean? So does that mean he's not going to have a good week against the Chiefs this week? Um, He might. He I might mean, have like I, an average week. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's kind of, their, their run defense has been a lot better this year. But I would buy him now. And uh, hope for the best. Cross your fingers. See what happens. Um, I, I know that doesn't sell you on a lot. Of, but right now he's ranked on Fantasy Pros ECR as the number 11th running back. His schedule does get a little bit easier with Kansas City next week. And then he's got Houston, who's a little bit more difficult. But then Denver, Pittsburgh, Miami. Um, but his end-of-season schedule is a little bit Tennessee, Tampa, New Orleans. That's Ew. never a good thing. Yeah, I don't even know if I want to buy him. <laughs> I would still, I would no, still yeah, buy him. I would him. still um, buy him. He's not, he's not going to be a lot right now. Yeah, I'm not going out of my way for Mac, but again, like you said, the team's probably sick of him. Yeah, I mean, if I drafted Marlon Mack, <laughs> the team is probably. sick If I drafted Marlon Mack late third round, early fourth, and he's having the way the yeah. season he's had, yeah, I'd probably try to sell him. So you can take advantage of that and buy him. I mean. Obviously, don't go out of your way for Marlon Mack, yep. but again, if the situation's right and the team is selling, I would consider buying Marlon Mack. Uh, and then the final one, you kind of were like, oh, he's already good. You're not yeah, going to be able one, to get him. This so this one's a little weird. I, I think I know where you're going to go, though. But Coming off a big... Okay, so Marlon... Uh, the guy is Dalvin Cook. I'll start with that. Dalvin Cook, right now, he was drafted in the second round. I think people who are not plugged in to the fantasy world are going to be a little bit... They're going to be like, okay, it was a second-round pick. Is Dalvin Cook actually going to be Dalvin Cook? Like, you know what I mean? I think that's what people are going to start thinking. Yeah. Even though he's been absolutely incredible and is probably going to finish the top three back. But Dalvin Cook, to me, right now, he's coming off this game against Chicago where he had 16 half PPR fantasy points. Yep. Um, he's been relatively decent in... He was good in that game, but he was he looked inefficient. And I think a lot of people right now, this is uh, to me, this is the lowest you're going to have. This is this is the best opportunity you're going to okay. have to buy him. <laughs> now, the reason why I say buy him now is because, like, if you tried to go after a guy like Ezekiel Elliott, untouchable, right? Right. You go to Christian McCaffrey, untouchable, untouchable. Any Kamara, of the top five, Kamara, untouchable. Dalvin Cook was drafted in the second round, and the owner's probably not thinking of Dalvin Cook yet as a top five as, back, as a top five back, and completely untouchable. So if you reach out to that, it's going to take a Megalodon, like huge <laughs> offer. Yeah, it's going to take you're, a you're monster gonna a offer. You're going to give up a but lot. But treat him. You should treat him like he's a top three back, Zeke. Yeah. So go out, make an offer, try to acquire Dalvin Cook, get him on your team, and then uh, roast everyone for trading him away. Yeah. So that's, that's. I mean, that's fair. I I don't know how many teams though are going to trade Dalvin no. Cook right now. I don't think there's a lot of them, but you have. That's why I said you got to offer a lot and like. By the time you get to week seven or eight, this guy's going to be completely untradeable. Yeah. Like, people are going to be like, no, I'm holding on to him. So, um, now's your opportunity before that gets to that point in the next four weeks um, to trade for Dalvin Cook. Um, People are going to be like, you idiots, you told us to trade for Dalvin (laughs) Cook. Why would I? Yeah, whatever. Um, 
So let's go over our weekly matchup breakdowns, and we're going to start off with Thursday night football, Rams at Seahawks. Oh, that's actually a very good game. We have two games in a row here. Um, so like always, we're, we'll go over the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and then tight mm-hmm. ends. Um, so let's start off with the Los Angeles Rams quarterbacks, Jared so- Goff. Oh, I said quarterbacks for the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> quarterbacks for the Rams what? and the Seahawks. Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, is is Goff on the road? He is. You sit he is. In yeah, Seattle. sit sit Jared Goff. Yep, that's all you need to sit know. Sit Jared Goff. We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> sit Pretty Jared much, Goff. Yeah. Um, and then for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson at home. It's a good start against the Rams I think defense. It's a good start. <laughs> Jameis Winston had the week he did. Um, it's not it's not like a bad defense or anything like that. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is is the Seattle Seahawks going to have to have score a lot of fantasy points? I mean, are the Seattle Seahawks going to have to score a lot of points to beat? Los I Angeles think so. Yeah, at home, I don't think so. I mean, would define the, the, a lot. The over they're going to have to score. The points. over under for this game is forty eight and a half right now. So that's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of points. So it's not a lot. Yeah, the Chiefs' games are always at like fifty two. <laughs> the Rams can score, dude. The Rams are good offense. I know uh, they have a good offense, but they're on the road. I know, but against Seattle. I think I think Russell Wilson's a decent play. He's not, I don't think he's going to be top five this week. See now you're now a play that you wouldn't have done last week. You're like tempted into doing what for Lawrence last week. If I said, "Oh, let's start Jameis Winston," you've been like, "No, that's stupid." You had him as a sit of the week. I know, but then and then Winston scored thirty oh, points, and boy. that changed my mind. You're right. You're a hundred percent right. <laughs> and like, right. and and Winston was in L.A. All right, Russell all right. Wilson is home. Let's Russell not Wilson. Confuse listen, them. Russell Wilson at home is a top five fantasy quarterback. Okay. That's just that's just how he is. He's at home this week. And uh, it's the same as Jared Goff. But uh, the opposite. I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna say not or start him. I'm just gonna say be careful. Okay, that's that I agree with that. Be careful. But you should still start. Um Todd Gurley and Chris Carson. Ooh. Um Ew. Penny is still not back yet. So if he we'll plays Thursday. If he plays if he play yeah, they, they, Penny will not be back. You still gotta start Carson. Um or you start yeah. I I think. <sighs> You He's do. like, I'm thinking. You do. He, he had 16 fantasy points that's this good. week. That's he, solid. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, but if he fumbles again, that's kind of... I know. Insane. It's somebody you should keep your eye on for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Against Los Angeles, that's going to be a little bit tougher, but it I think it's going to be a tough match. I don't think he's I don't think he's dependent on a bad matchup on the ground because they're going to pass it. So I think Carson is a is a good play this week. And then Todd Gurley, he's been up, he's di- he's been down, and he's on a short week. So he makes me a little bit concerned, but you kind of have to start him at you, this yeah, point. Yeah, you do. If you have Todd Gurley or Chris Carson on your team, you have to start him. Um, let's talk about Lockett. And uh, I'm not going to talk about anybody else on the CLC. <laughs> I don't know that, it's just it. Lockett pretty much. Yeah, Lock, Lockett and then uh, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, and Robert Woods. Let's talk about the dart on that one. Which guy do you want? I mean, at this point, you, you have to start Cooper. You, yeah, start Cooper Cup. You have every to week. start Cooper Cup. All right, let's take Cooper Cup out of the conversation and say wow, Brandon Cooks, Cooks and Robert Woods. You know Which what? Guy do you this, want week this week actually might be a Cooks week. <laughs> now, the reason I say that, let's go Cooks, is because in Seattle they might be losing. Yeah, might have to take a deep shot down the field. Who does they that help? Might hit Brandon Cooks. Yeah, yeah. The only guy I would, I mean, to me, I think you start if you all have three. If you, yeah, right, because start you're one good. Good ch- there's a good chance you don't have you only yeah. have one of those guys and you, you kind of have to roll with and them. if you have one of those guys he's probably your receiver too yeah so you kind of ha- do have to start him but i think this week the order will probably be cup cooks and woods right. but i could be wrong a tyler lockett has been getting targeted a a healthy he's, amount the yeah. last couple of weeks week one he just wasn't targeted he, he didn't have a great week this yeah. week but he's still i mean for a bad for his worst week of the season yeah seven and a half points isn't 
terrible. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Is that in a standard league? Because he had 10 catches, too. He did? Yeah. So we should have been right He had four like, catches. Against Arizona? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I was like... <laughs> I was looking at the wrong metric. Yeah, it was half PPR. Four catches. Google showing me things backwards. Did he have 10 targets? Is that what he was? I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, I know Lockett... I, yeah, I would start him this week against Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, I think I would that's start right, him that's too, That's a good yeah. start. Um, Disley against the Los Angeles Rams. Are riding is the it, train? Is that... I, I don't know. Give me a second to research that because I don't know if I want to ride the train yet. I was on Disley last week because the Arizona Cardinals have given and like he did 22 good. fantasy points to, to tight. So right now, the Los Angeles Rams are ranked, uh, I think it's f- 15 to 18 against tight ends. 15 to 18? Yeah, so... Um, I'm not sure. At home? Oh, I'm sorry. They're playing Baltimore this week. But what am I looking Dude, you're, what are you doing? Never right mind. Now? I was looking at the wrong week. You're tripping right now. I am tripping. Uh, yeah, I facing Los might Angeles. say yes. Uh, I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to say no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just Disney. on the Disney train, bro. Put Disney. Put Disney on your bench. All right. He had eight targets this past week. That's why. Yes. I'm starting him. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> um, Patriots at Redskins, 47 and a half point. Oh, over this is under. a fantastic game to watch um, if you're a regular so, NFL fan. So for Tom Brady, is he a start against the Redskins? I would say yes. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Which is um, surprising because I'm not a big Tom Brady guy this, this year. As but. far as the Redskins. <clears throat> so I'll give you a little bit. Case Keenum was better not for Haskins. The, don't start anyone. Haskins, I just wanted to bring this up. Okay. This is just what I've been hearing. Is that so... We know that Case Keenum was benched for Haskins. Haskins threw three picks. So now there's rumors floating around that Colt McCoy might start this week over Case Keenum and Haskins. And the Patriots because they don't want, so many tough quarterbacks they, to start the season. They don't want to put Haskins against the Pats D because he's going to get absolutely I would lost. agree. If I'm a Redskin, yeah. no way do I put – Haskins didn't yep. look like he was ready anyway. Yep. Can you throw him against New England? That's such a yeah. bad decision. Like, don't I would start Keenum or Colt McCoy if I was the Redskins. Now, the the abyss that is the running back situation for both of these teams: Sony Michelle, James White, and Chris Thompson, and Adrian Peterson. Do you are start any, any of these guys? Of, I don't think are so. Are any of these guys flex options? Sony Michelle might have a good week this week. Yeah, but I've said that the last three weeks, and he hasn't had a good. Week. Well, I didn't think he'd have a good week against Buffalo, but I said it against Miami and the yeah. Jets. And James White has also regressed, like we had talked about. He didn't play last week. Is though. any of these guys worth a flex option, though? In PPR, James White is obviously, but and Chris Thompson maybe not. Uh, no, not against New England. No, I, I'm not starting a single person on the Redskins. I'm not coming close. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, we'll just bypass all the Redskins. Um, Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon might be a start this week. Josh Gordon is a start. Julian Edelman is a start. I would, yeah, I would definitely start both of them at this point. I, yeah, I just against Washington. I don't think you can get enough of the Patriot, uh, the Patriots, the Patriots <laughs> passing game. So that yeah. would probably go in that. Direction. I don't think they're going to go off though. Like it's gonna be no. another semi. The over under is forty seven and a half. That's I would bet so, the under. You can bet the under all you want, but forty seven is a lot of points. Do you think the Redskins are gonna score more than ten against New England? No, but I think so the, does Patriots that mean the Patriots are gonna, are gonna score get like thirty five points. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think they'll be all right. They'll get high twenties. Um, Jaguars. See, you're making fun of the Redskins, but they haven't been that. Bad I'm not. Before. You're the one making fun of the Redskins. All right, boss. You're saying the Reds, the Jaguars are drop at 35 Panthers. What? Well, yeah, because their defense blows. Yeah, but the Patriots offense. Jaguars at Panthers, 42 <laughs> points over under. It's a low-scoring game for... That uh, is what it should be. Gardner Minshew is an obvious must-start. We can avoid that. <laughs> Next question. 
All right. Poor Gardner. He's playing against the Panthers. Yeah. Um, Kyle Allen, maybe? No. He's starting this week, by the way. Um, no. No, no. I Kyle like Allen. Kyle Allen, though. He's been solid, but um, I'm not starting him. Start McCaffrey. Uh, Fournette no, is a start. you don't start McCaffrey this week against You're the Jaguars. Are you kidding me? You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, start Fournette. Yes, you start both those guys, obviously. I'm curious to see how Fournette uh, goes off against the, the Carolina Panthers because the Panthers have had a relatively They've had a very underrated defense. defense this year. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean – if they stack the box a million times on Leonard Fournette, I would be concerned a little bit about a 10 to 12 point game like he's always done. Yeah. But it just depends on how well Gardner Minshew is playing. If he's slicing and dicing and having a great game, then I think that they'll pull it a little bit off and they'll go to their running game a mm-hmm. lot. But we'll, we'll just have to see how that situation works out. Um, Chark is your man's. Chark had six fantasy points this last week. Woo! Against Denver, though, tough matchup. Yeah. You know I called that. And guess yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to have another bad week against Carolina. Okay, what about the uh, Panthers, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel? Uh, Any options yeah. there? Yeah. I don't know, I'm kind of. <laughs> He's fading both of them? A little bit. Yeah. Against Jackson. I mean, they're ma- they're matchup dependent. So Jackson I'm really goes. not going to buy into another Panthers wide receiver Yeah. ever again. Sorry, guys. I love you. Um, Bills at Titans, 38 point over under. It's just dropping. This is going to be a low scoring <laughs> game. And I'm not sure you want anybody in this game. Now, I think. I'm not sure. We'll see as the week goes along well, Josh if Allen, yeah. Josh Allen can play. If Josh I, Allen can, do you start him against Tennessee? I would start him. Uh, no, I would not start him against yeah, Tennessee. Sorry. I wouldn't either. Sorry. Uh, the only guys I would really start in this game is probably uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, obviously. I would start Derrick Henry. Um, that's it? That's, uh, Frank that's Gore. It. Frank Gore, if Singletary still out? Yeah, I, I don't know if Singletary's going to be out, though. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's literally no one in this game. Derrick Henry. Want to talk about Derrick Henry for five minutes? No. <laughs> no um, yeah. Derrick Henry's the only start. You pretty much said everybody else. I mean, at this point, do you, you don't. You obviously don't start AJ Brown or no. Corey Davis, right? No, I, don't, I wouldn't. You, do you start? So, obviously, I don't suggest it. But Marcus Mariota has been a top fifteen fantasy quarterback against Buffalo. Potential no. streaming option. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no. Um, well, so let's just talk about our last matchup: Ravens at Steelers Sunday, one o'clock, forty-two and a half point. Over, under. This is a interesting game. So we got Jackson and Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph is not a start, um, but Lamar Jackson is a – I think he's a great start against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he's yeah. I think he's going to have a really good week. I mean, Lamar Jackson at this point yeah, is the best quarterback him. in fantasy right you now. You probably should start him. Did you know that? He's ahead of Mahomes right now. Yeah, because Mahomes had 18 points. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he's going to be – I mean, he's, he's the number two it. fantasy quarterback it. right now. Mahomes? No, I mean Lamar Jackson. I'm talking just like in general. Who's? Oh yeah, yeah, probably. right. So yeah. I think. Mah- Sorry, I had to catch. If up. you have Lamar Jackson on your team, he's your yeah. You gotta start. start. Him. You gotta start him. Um, that was a great pickup. And then Mason Rudolph is not. What not did a good we tell you guys? Ravens. Ravens have a solid defense. Um, Mark Ingram, is that what you just said? No, I was just saying the Ravens' defense is solid. Yeah, uh, Mark Ingram against Pittsburgh. Yeah, sorry. I had, <laughs> I had something on my arm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, Ingram's, Ingram's a Ingram good start. against Pittsburgh. I would start him. Yeah, that's a good start. I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh hasn't been great against um, the run. run against the run. So yeah. I think that uh, Mark Ingram is a good start for the week. Marquise Brown and Willie uh, Sneed. I, Willie Sneed has these like really like 10, 10 15-point games, and then he just goes nowhere, right. and he disappears. Um, Marquise Brown, start him. Ooh. Mark Andrews is a start, by the way. Yeah, Mark Andrews is definitely a start. Um, Are you getting nervous about Mark Andrews yet? 
Yeah, I don't think like a few weeks ago I thought he was this year's George Kittle. I don't think he's gonna be that. Who, tell me who you but think this year's George Kittle is. It's Darren Waller, your guy. Love you, Wallers. I mean, he's he's this year's Kittle. I mean, you, we'll Mark Andrews, happens. Waller, and Hooper are the three guys I think at tight end that yeah. were either undrafted or drafted very late. Yeah, right. are gonna be top six fantasy tight ends. Um, I you said who did you say Hollywood Brown? Yeah, Hollywood Brown. <sighs> You want to start him against Pittsburgh? No. All right. That's not even as a flex. No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm fading. Um, so, Juju is the interesting one against... Um, now, against... Uh, I don't love it. I don't like that Baltimore. at all. No, I don't like it at all either. <laughs> I'm going to um, start him. Well, you have to. If you have yeah, Juju, yeah, you, you have to Juju. Start, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It depends. It depends. Um, uh, they held Odell to three points last week. I think that was just... Yeah, but they also gave up 180 yards to the they slot. They did, receiver. but the was it oh, so that's a good point. That's a good point. That's who actually plays good. the slot. <laughs> we'll see. Actually. I think it depends on Mason Rudolph's performance. But ugh, why do they got to play Baltimore? Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm speaking as a uh, as a Juju owner. Um, yeah, and there's no one. Vance McDonald against uh, Baltimore no. is something you don't want to do. Nope. But that unless there's any other thoughts you have on these games, yeah, I think that's gonna do that'll it, do it for this episode for matchup breakdowns. And then when we go into the second half of this, we going to talk about, you know who we going to talk about? Who they? Patrick Mahomes. Stop it. <laughs> Be sure to listen tomorrow as we break down more matchups and discuss our starts, starts and sits for the week. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champions. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.